We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is 9.36 here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O, April 1st. Twins open today in Milwaukee. American Family Field, they had a 5-2 lead. That evaporated. They end up getting beat 6-5 in 10 innings. Randy Dobnak takes the loss. Byron Buxton, long home run. Josh Donaldson injured early in the game. Do Young Park covers the Twins for MLB.com. And good to visit with you, uh, Doe. Happy opening day. Happy opening day to you, too, late night, Steve. Yeah, there you go, sitting in for Henry Lake tonight. Henry was in earlier after the Twins and the Brewers for Mike Max here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. We've got to start right off the top. Josh Donaldson injured very early in this game. Oh, man. I was. Uh, I just wrote the other day, too, about how how fortunate the Twins were to achieved their number one goal of spring training, which was to get through with everybody on their big league roster healthy. And I think I barely sat down after first pitch. Uh, and I look up, and John Donaldson's already hobbling into second base. And uh, it's a really, really, really tough uh, scenario for Donaldson and the Twins right now. I mean, they took so much care of him in spring training, got him off to the late start, modified his routine, got him to change his running style. And, I mean, for Donaldson, too, he was frustrated as heck by uh, – having to miss the playoffs last year and having that flare up as much as it did in the cap. So the Twins officially announced a tight, a tight right hamstring, but uh, they didn't really have anything more to report after the game. And I think uh, they're going to take tomorrow's off day to really put him through stuff, uh, get him some treatment, see what's happening. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's definitely not the way you want to start a season, that's for sure, just two batters in. Yeah, and the thing about Donaldson, and I had heard this from spring training, I had talked to you and other reporters, Phil Miller, who covers for the Star Tribune, and they say one of the things uh, about Josh Donaldson is is that he had a tendency not to run out ground balls, and maybe that's part of changing the routine or whatever, but it also maybe speaks to me that, you know, was he really able to go 100% or flat out at any point in spring training? And, you know, was he ultimately ready? And I, I think that's fair after an injury so early in the season opener. No, I do I do think he was ready. I think, I, I honestly think for guys like uh, Donaldson and Cruz, especially the veteran guys, Rocco calls it as a, quote, veteran preparation program. I saw I saw J.D. Halling it a couple times uh, toward the end okay. of spring training. But I think especially toward the start of camp, they, I, I'd be surprised if they didn't have a standing order from Rocco where he says, guys, listen, there, it's spring training. You're, 
Josh Donaldson is 35 years old. He's won an MVP. He has nothing to prove to the Twins in spring other than staying healthy, especially when that's just the number Fair one enough. priority, right? And so, yeah, I mean, you see him uh, going full speed like he did today, and uh, I mean, it's, it just shows you kind of kind of how uh, how fleeting things can be, I guess. But uh, I guess we're going to wait to learn more tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. And Donaldson, a big part of this lineup, obviously uh, got the big bucks, but. He is at that age where a lot of the metrics, a lot of the, uh, you know, he's in his mid-30s now. Yeah, and, and that's the most frustrating thing, right? I think this was this was something that doesn't have to do with the bat or the fielding, which is what the Twins yep. really signed him to do, and which, frankly, he's still really good at. I think he had a so, – so StatCast isn't, um, isn't, isn't a norm at every spring training ballpark yet, but he hit 19 balls in spring training. I looked this up earlier. Uh, that were tracked by StatCast, and of those 19, 10 had exit velocities of 100 miles an hour or more, and that wow. double under the gap today, 112 miles an hour in his first batted ball. I mean, his bat is on fire, and I think it's just all the more frustrating for Donaldson and the Twins that it's not the bat. It's, they're, paying him, they're paying him $92 million over four years to swing the bat in the middle of the lineup, and it, this has nothing to do with that. This is something, uh, I mean, it's an important part of the game, the running, but you know, it's, uh, it's, it's ultimately something that I think a lot of people kind of take for granted in terms of the skill set of the game, and it just tends to be the thing that's, uh, that's slowed Donaldson down over his career because he's had the calf issues, I think, over the last half decade now. Yeah, the good news is uh, no reports of problems with that calf. It is no a hammy, so we'll, we'll go day-to-day on that. Another thing that came out of the game, Kenta Maeda was lights out in spring training, and he struggled today, and then Randy Dobnak, who also had a phenomenal spring, was rewarded with a new contract. He ends up taking the loss today. Yeah, I mean, with Maeda, I think there must have been some element of, uh, you know, he's been waiting for an opening day start for his entire career. I mean, yeah. he wasn't hiding away. He wasn't shying away from the fact that he was amped up and uh, that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a situation like this where he's playing in front of uh, 11,000 fans for the first time in, what, like a year and a half. And uh, he's finally making the start that he's dreamed of forever. You know, I can't, I can't blame the guy, you know, for, uh, for, moving, for moving forward like that and uh, coming in and, and uh, you know, just having one or two things out of whack. He mentioned the mechanics kind of bothered him a bit. He couldn't really place that slider that he leaned on. But I think uh, one thing, and this is something Rocco pointed out after the game too, is listen, the guy went out there and he gave a, and he only gave up one earned run in four innings and change, right? I mean, the fact that he can go out there with not his best stuff, uh, really no control of his like bread and butter slider for that third inning, and still come out of it with his team ahead—that's you know that that tells you a lot about what Kenta can do. And like you said with Dobnak, that's just kind of a tough situation to push a guy into, right? I was actually kind of surprised to see him out there. Because he threw, uh, I think, 26 pitches, I want to say, the last game of spring training. And I think he's on one he's on one day rest now. Um, I think they're trying to stay away from him, if at all possible. But it's also a situation where the uh, extra inning runner on second rolled back. I'd totally forgotten about that until I saw Hamilton Simmons go to second base to start extra innings today. And, uh, you know, for a, ground, a pitch-to-contact guy like Randy Dobnak, always just going to be a tough recipe right and i think we just kind of saw that where they just put a couple balls in play and they went home with the win yeah 
Twins fall 6-5 in 10 innings in the opener. And now they wait until Saturday night. We'll be on with the Twins Magazine at 4.30. Pre-game 5.30, first pitch 6-10 on Saturday night here at the home of the Twins. Uh, some Twins had some pretty good days with the bat. And one of those was Byron Buxton, a long home run today, and that bodes well. And, and the numbers don't lie, though, that when he is in the lineup, when when he is playing center field, the, the, the Twins win at a pretty high clip. Yeah, and uh, now with the question to Donaldson, they need him out there more than ever. But, hey, I mean... Uh... We we saw Byron Buxton power hitter last year, right? Uh, he came out of nowhere with the 577 slugging percentage, by far the career high. Uh, and then that was second on the team to Nelson Cruz. Also finished second on the team to Nelly Cruz in home runs. Uh, he, I think, uh, tied with a couple guys with 13 home runs last year. And, I mean, he he went home to the offseason, and he said he, he lifted weights. He lifted a lot of weights. He said he, I think he did two a day, six days a week. He really was trying to bulk up. I don't know if he's trying to look like the power hitter that he turned out to be last year or what, but I mean, hey, it paid off today. He showed up, uh, that ball, uh, it's a, it's a tough look from a side armor. Like I think his name is Eric Yardley. It's just a, it's just a weird look. You don't really see that all too often. Uh, sliders out of that arm angle usually tend to play well, but I mean, Buxton's always crushed sliders and, uh, you look up and, Lorenzo Kane is just kind of half-heartedly turning around and looking at it. It hit off like the bottom left corner of the scoreboard. Statcast has 456 feet. Doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, that's the kind of strength he's got. Career long home run for Buxton. And, uh, you know, he, I mean, you, you hope that that muscle, all that added padding on his body will help him uh, stay on the field a little more as well. But, I mean, he came out of spring training looking pretty good. And, uh, he, he really showed up. Oh, and the other thing, the two walks today, that was just as exciting for me as the home run. He uh, he had two walks all last season, and he uh, showed up with the patient in that two walks today. Uh, and, and the stolen base, I mean, he's really starting to put he, – he he's put it together for a while, right? But he, he showed up in game one today and is like, listen, here's my whole skill set. Here's what you guys have been missing. And, uh, you know, he's, he's just in a determined place, man, and you saw that today. And don't one of the other things we talked about in the lead-up to spring training and during spring training was how important this year was for Mitch Garver after a tough 2020. I know weird year and in a lot of ways, weird year for everyone. Uh, and out of the gate, 0 for 3 strikeouts for Mitch Garver. Once again, it's just one game, but... This is a big stretch for for Mitch Garver early in the season as he tries to bounce back. It definitely is, and I mean, I, I'm not sure that he's in danger of losing playing time or anything like that, just because no matter what happens, I, I can't imagine a version of this season in which Rocco doesn't just split all the playing time between Garver and Jeff and Ryan Jeffers as long as they both stay healthy. Um, and I think there's easily another version of this, uh, another version of this conversation we're having right now where, uh, Garver doesn't just barely get under that ball. I think in the ninth inning, he had a, he had a long, long fly out to the, uh, to the left field warning track. It's one of those things where he had a lot of that, one of those warning track fly balls to, uh, to the, in, during spring training. And I think that's, uh, that was a sign for me, at least, when a lot of those balls started carrying almost out to right field in spring training, and we saw a handful of those, that he was, uh, that he was getting there. I mean, he, he, he's, he's one of those guys where it sometimes takes him some time to get locked in, but uh, I, I mean, I didn't see anything really concerning today, I guess. I mean, the strikeouts were there, but uh, 
it'll take me a week or so, I guess, before it really starts to worry me with Garver. But like you said, really important year for him. I mean, at uh, at age 30 now, and um, with a guy like Jeffers kind of coming up on him and Ben Rorfett not far behind, uh, yeah, he showed the he showed the potential he had in 2019. It'd be awful frustrating for uh, both him and the Twins, wouldn't it, if he didn't really get back to those heights again? And I, I've got one more thing for you, and and th- this to me really stands out. Uh, they they build in an off day in case there's a rain out on opening day. Mm-hmm. American Family Field has a roof. They, they could play tomorrow. I mean, there's there's no reason. I I get it if you're playing at an open air ballpark and you you, you want to have that extra day to be able to get it in, but uh, that's not a factor in Milwaukee. They 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 could have started the year with a four gamer with the Brewers. Why not? I think I think they're dealing with that same situation <laughs> elsewhere in the country too. Um, right. I want I want to say they play. Yeah, they played in Miami today, and I think Miami's dealing with the same thing. They got a roof on that ballpark. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Alone today park now or something like that? It's not Marlins Park yeah. anymore, whatever it is. But uh yeah, I mean it's just it's just scheduling, isn't it? It's weird and I don't I feel like I feel like we always have this conversation on one or two uh one or two teams every year and it just feels like it just so happens to be the twins this year. But yeah, very odd, but I'm not gonna complain about the uh day off in Milwaukee. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with a COVID day off in Milwaukee, but can't complain about a day off. Yeah, hopefully you get good weather, you at least can go for a walk. Um uh uh, yeah, Doe, uh, good to visit with you. A tough opener today with the Donaldson injury. Uh, some positives, though, certainly Byron Buxton's long home run and then a tough 6-5 loss in 10 innings. They'll get back at it on Saturday night. Always good to visit with you. Yeah, hopefully we'll have good news to share next time with you uh, late night, Steve. Take care of yourself. All right, very good. There he is, Doe Young Park, covers uh, the Twins for MLB.com, does an outstanding job, and uh, always good enough to join us when he's able. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.